0: Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line After an Entire Week Hiatus. It's been forever. We are finally, finally back. Yes, we are. It has been a long time. Feels like it. We've had a lot of stuff um, prevent us from doing the show. Yeah. It was one thing after another. Now, to, to recap, what... What happened? When this started last Wednesday, and oh, that's right, I was sick.
1: Yes, you were very sick.
0: And then for the Friday Night Live, P. Diddy and I were going to Knoxville, right. so we couldn't do that. And then what happened Monday?
1: You lost your voice Saturday. Oh yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> he, I no, he that. came
1: home with no voice.
0: And I'm still. If you, you can probably tell, especially those of you that are listening to the audio version. That I'm still struggling with uh, my voice, not completely back. Yeah, everybody probably thinks I've got the the Rona. Yep, I'm starting
1: to question it myself.
0: I've I've had it plenty of times, but I do not have it right now. I promise you that. Um, But I'm glad to be back, back in the saddle. I've been every time we miss the show, um, I get completely stressed out because I I just.
1: Yeah, you like to be on here.
0: Well, and you feel like you're letting people down. You well, know? you are. So, <laughs> I'm good at that. I'm very good at. No,
1: you're not letting
0: people down. Well,
1: people understand that this isn't your primary, you know, job right now. So, yeah, they get it. They know.
0: Well, I. Just, I mean, I hope they know. I, I just like a little consistency, yeah. and you know, you guys. I
1: appreciate that.
0: A lot of you guys, you know, give monetarily to the show. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're paying money uh donating money to the show we want to be able to to give you guys content as much as possible but sometimes it just works out that way and you know we we just keep it as as consistent as we can uh first off the social media, y'all know about all that it uh we're all over the place from facebook to twitch which some of y'all are watching on twitch um I'm, a, I'm starting to get to the point with Facebook like I am currently with YouTube mm-hmm. and we obviously have a YouTube channel but what we do now is we just post a little preview of hey this is um, here's the link for where you can find the show. normally we're sending people to twitch um, but I, Facebook has done me dirty the same way because nobody sees our stuff on Facebook anymore.
1: I, know, I barely post on there anymore. Uh, usually the stuff that i post is just stuff i want to say for myself
0: well prime minister zuckerberg has sent me messages and said hey uh because of your extremist content we're putting you uh down back
1: into the metaverse right (laughs) you're on the
0: bottom side of the metaverse whatever that is and uh not as many people will be seeing your content yeah so they they do that to hide opposing viewpoints they just put you so far down in people's news feeds that, you know, nobody ever sees it because they don't yeah. scroll that far. They get distracted by something, watch a video, whatever, and uh, they just never make it that far. And it's sad. Well,
1: one of the things I was um, trying to find articles on tonight, I went through Google and couldn't find a single article on, so I had to pull up another search engine just to to find some news articles on this subject because Google has buried it what completely. Is, what, what was
0: the other one you used? Is it DuckDuckGo? Bing duck, is go? the one.
1: No, I use Bing.
0: You need to use DuckDuckGo.
1: I will. I just started with the first one that came to mind. Um, you know, it's, but Facebook does the same thing. They just filter everything down the way that you, you know they want it to appear.
0: That's right. So, that is exactly right. That's right. You're so astute. Hey, <laughs> Let me tell that y'all real quick out. before we uh, before we get <laughs> too far into it. Vapor 4, out on 280. Uh, I think I updated y'all last time about the whole vape ban that the FDA was trying to do. One of the vaping companies stood up for the vaping industry and said you asked a judge to put a hold on all this vaping ban stuff, and he did. So currently, vaping is is it's temporarily okay. saved for now. But there's Good. a there's a big fight. Uh, on its way to the vaping world. But in the meantime, y'all make sure y'all go support my boy Tony and everybody up there. Love these guys to death. And uh, they are big supporters of the show.
1: And Tony's so nice. He
0: is. He's He's a good guy. He's such
1: a nice guy. We're
0: trying to link up tomorrow night and hang out just to like... We don't ever get to hang out and like, not talk business, so it's mm-hmm. going to be nice to be able to just yeah, uh, chill out. Vaporforge.com. Y'all know the address. Y'all know how to get in touch with them, so make sure you do that. Also, y'all run by and visit Linktree.com slash Andrew McLean who. This is easy peasy right here. It's just simply a single webpage, and it's got all of our links here, all the links that you need, all the things. Even when we're live, you click the Twitch tab, and guess what? Boom. You got it right there. You can watch it live from linktree.com slash Andrew Who? And uh, it's cool. And when you're telling people about the show, you're you're able to take that link and just say, here it is. And honestly, I wish I would have made this before we made the business cards because it would have been perfect just to be able to put that website on there. Right. But instead, we had to put like twenty different things. But you're not on there. even passing them out, so I am passing them out. Oh, well, you told me Thank you, you very much. I gave two of them away today. Oh, I'm so proud of you. But it, well, it's tough because I got to be careful who I give it to. I only give it to people where it comes up in conversation that mm-hmm. you know they're they're like minded or they're opening to open to listen to another viewpoint. Because if I give it to them, they listen to it and they hate it. They're going to turn around and give me a bad rating on Uber and say I was, you know, riding around my car maskless.
1: By the way, I'm loving the Tennessee shirt that you got me for my souvenir.
0: Thank you. I did. I got this for (laughs) Trish, and uh, I've worn it twice.
1: So Andrew does this thing where he goes out of town and calls me, I got you a souvenir. And I already know before he even shows it to me what it is. I'm like, he got himself a shirt, and he's masking it as my souvenir, because mm. he does that. Mm. And he comes home, he's not in the door for 30 seconds, and he's putting my shirt on that he got me. <laughs> this
0: is a false no, accusation. No, it is not. I have witnesses. Because, no, I'm the one with the witnesses. I said when I bought the shirt that this was for you, and then you mocked my gift, so I'm like, you know what I'm taking about? No,
1: I didn't mock it until you're like, I got you the shirt, blah, 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 and then you go... And occasionally, I'm going to wear it too. That's when I'm sort of mocking
0: your I gift mean, because just, I was
1: like, it's not my gift, it's yours. I just wanted
0: to try it.
1: And here's the thing I didn't expect a souvenir. You went to a Tennessee game, I didn't want anything.
0: I got you so a keychain. So just chain. come back
1: and say, I got you a keychain. Just come chain. back and say, look at the shirts that Peyton and I got at the game. I'd be like, that's awesome. I'd rather you save the money. I don't need a Tennessee.
0: I got shirt. you a, a keychain that says, I love the do Vols. Do you guys
1: love that we fight in front of you?
0: <laughs> you don't like your keychain? <laughs> I do. Why is it not on your keys?
1: I haven't been anywhere. Where have I been?
0: You've been to the kitchen in the living I room. I don't
1: use my keys to drop them.
0: You there. went to and school today to okay, drop him I'll off. I'll put it on tonight and pick him up. I'll put it on tonight. <laughs> ah. Anyway, how was
1: the how was the game?
0: That was fantastic. Um, as I've told everybody, th- that is the first time in my entire life mm-hmm. that I have actually enjoyed myself as Tennessee lost a game, especially a big game like the Georgia game. And most of it was surrounded by just spending time with Peyton. He had a blast. Mm -hmm. And so all of that culminated into just a a fantastic, much-needed little mini vacation. We got to do the Vol Walk. He got to high-five a bunch of players, uh, experience homecoming, experience what, for me— As someone who has been going to Neyland Stadium since I was a kid, Mm -hmm. experienced that stadium be the loudest I've ever heard it. And the new lights. And the new light show and all this stuff. It was super cool. See, now that you bring that up, I actually... Yeah, and
1: not to mention the fact that you got to sit, like, two sections over from one of the guys you love so much in Tennessee.
0: Oh, yeah. There there were so many people there. Clay Travis was in the crowd. Um Peyton Manning was there, which mm-hmm. was a really big deal. We didn't even know that Peyton Manning was there until he hit the stage, and Peyton looked at me. His jaw dropped. He's like, holy crap, look at that. It was so
1: funny because he called me like every, it felt like every five to 20 minutes while he was gone and sending me videos and stuff, I could tell he was having a great time. Oh, dude. It was, I was very excited for him. It was
0: so much fun. I think this video might be fuzzy, but I want to show the audience here mm-hmm. uh, kind of. And they
1: started out strong like that first quarter
0: oh god when they scored that first touchdown i was
1: like oh this is awesome
0: you know what i I ain't never gone nuts at a game like i did for that first <laughs> and touchdown. i did
1: i did my part you have a shirt that you wear for every game right. it's a superstitious thing um and of course you didn't want to wear it to the game you wanted to wear tennessee gear to the game so i wore it for you
0: and that's right and i appreciate that oh. here's here's a little bit of that game day experience uh, from saturday to a better version. Looking back, it was well worth it. Unbeatable, most powerful, much better.
2: That's undeniable. I think oh, this might have been, this is halftime.
0: Competition, gotta get slaughtered. Get it from my pot I'm a big baller. Just pay till I'm an edge taller.
3: <laughs> Day G's we taking over.
0: It was just so freaking cool. I love and, and this is not original to Tennessee. But all the major college stadiums are starting to do this stuff with the light show. They do it in Tuscaloosa. But just to watch that entire stadium be lit up orange and everybody getting hype, it was just great. It's a great time. Well I'm glad you enjoyed yourself absolutely had a good time i can't wait to do it again oh i missed the part with the fireworks How they saw I... it
1: <laughs> what hey this is the
0: most important part i
1: have a blanket by the way that you can... <laughs> it's freezing in here
0: Woo-hoo! yeah it was a lot of fun it really was and Trish is cold. She's got a blanket.
1: I know. I keep pulling it up, so I felt the need to let them know that's what I'm pulling on. <laughs> I've got a blanket. Don't
0: make it weird. <laughs> Don't make it weird. Um, there's so much for us to talk about, so much to catch up on that we're, we're not going to be able to do it. It's just, it's going to be impossible. Uh, the main thing is the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, mm-hmm. and just over our absence, there there's been... So many things to get to, and we're not, I'm not going to be able to backtrack and do that. We're going to kind of just bring you guys up to where we are. Not to mention, most of y'all are following this, so you kind of know what's happened over the last week. Before I get into that, though, I got to talk about Joe Biden, who went to a General Motors um, uh, facility plant in Michigan. And this guy, wherever he goes, first of all, he gets no fanfare whatsoever any fanfare that's that's there when he shows up is 100 percent staged or it's the people that work at the factory they're told hey you need to act like you're interested in what this guy says or you're gonna right. get fired um but the simple actions of you know just walking in as the president of the united states and and introducing yourself or explaining what you're doing or acting like you care about what these people do, which is supposedly your reason for being there. Right. You want to see what the working man's going through.
1: Well, didn't he get in an argument with somebody the last time he went? Was that that? Faci-
0: that was during the 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 right campaign.
1: But was that there?
0: It was. It was in Michigan. I just don't know if it's the same. Plan. Okay.
1: We'll say last time he went, he got in an argument. With somebody. Uh,
0: yeah, that was fascinating. He threatened to beat he the told guy him up. He's gonna
1: beat the guy up. Like, yeah. Come on, dude.
0: <laughs> Hey, you can't even you can't even beat your bladder to the bathroom <laughs> you're over here crapping your pants um so he walks and let me tell you what I'm just gonna play this for you because this is this is so crazy to me it's and cringy is what it is it's cringy and and he really tells you exactly what is going on without just outright saying hey here's the situation here's the current structure of the powers that be in washington dc
3: so i on the blue some, marker huh yeah the blue and i, I gotta take I'm orders here, you're here oh, okay okay uh so again uh jim quick is here and he's gonna introduce
0: so they're trying to to guide him they they've got a mark on the floor and they're like just walk to this blue marker and stand there he comes up, he's like, yep, got to take orders, got to take orders, because that's what he does all day. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything in his own. He has to be told what to do 24-7. And what does he do? He blows right past the blue marker. If you watch his, his agents here, they're like, all right, blue marker. And there goes Joe. And then they, they look at each other, and they're like, <laughs> they're okay, let's get up. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And, and even though that seems like just a very simple incident to mm-hmm. happen, it's so indicative of this man's mental health and his mental decline and it gets worse and worse and worse. For instance, afterwards he goes and shake hand sh- to shake hands with no not the working people, it's a bunch of people in suits and ties, but right. nonetheless, he's trying to pretend like he's mingling with the uh, with the peasants of Michigan. And so what's what he does? He's handshaking, he's hugging. He's doing all this with no mask on. Now, what kind of example does that set?
2: They're
0: all up in their face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Another face maskless hug. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, get you some of that COVID. Come here, sis. <laughs> Give me some of that. Oh, yeah. You like that? A little COVID for you. A little more COVID for you. Some spittle right in your face. Wait, somebody over here wants a selfie? Is that what y'all said? Sure thing. Let me put my mask on to take a selfie. After I've been spittling in everyone's wow. face. <laughs> he's got no clue where he's at. Oh, baby, baby. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it is. I actually thought you were playing a different clip. I thought you were going to play the clip of him on the bridge.
0: Oh, no, no. But yeah. that one was pretty bad, too. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, it, it's day after day after day we're seeing this stuff. And it's causing his poll numbers to tank because they're continuing to poll people about their confidence in Joe Biden's ability to lead this country and polling them on his mental health. And a majority of Americans, even a majority of Democrats, are often saying, I don't trust that this guy's in his right mind. And it takes cojones to say that because the next logical step would be Kamala Harris is your president, and even those people no, don't want her.
1: no. Everyone is just down on the entire administration.
0: So that that's a day after day thing, and we could harp on that every single episode, but nonetheless, um, I just wanted to show you all that. Another thing happening on Capitol Hill today was uh, the censoring, censuring, should I say, of Representative Paul Gassar from the state of Arizona. And... He apparently, and I could not, to save my life, find this tweet that he put out. It was apparently a clip of some anime video. Mm -hmm. and It was like a sword fight or something. And what they did is they cropped on the heads of Gosar and AOC. And they're like fighting. And allegedly it was a video depicting AOC being killed. And so they freaked out. Right. Even though this is the group of people that you know, had Donald Trump severed head and promoted right. all this art that showed right. the president getting killed. But that's neither here nor there. Congress absolutely loses their ever loving mind over this and they're like, We've gotta censure Gosar, we gotta take him off all committees. He's obviously a danger to uh to Congress and a danger to this country. And as I listen to those speak, and by the way, they did censure him. All Democrats voted to do it, and two Republicans voted to do it—the normal two, uh, Liz Cheney and and I don't know, I don't know who the other one was. But uh, one of the most poignant uh, speeches about this and this in defense of Paul Gassar, was from Lauren Boebert, and she dropped the hammer on these people to show what hypocrites they are and just started calling people out left and right. It was absolutely amazing. Listen to this right here. Since
2: the speaker has designated the floor to discuss members' inappropriate actions, shall we? The Jihad Squad member from Minnesota has paid her husband. A-
0: Can we just take a moment to appreciate she calls the squad the Jihad Squad? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and not her brother, husband, the other one. Oh,
0: okay, got to that up. <laughs> She's talking about Ilhan Omar. Okay.
2: And not her brother, husband, the other one, over a million dollars in campaign funds. This member is allowed on the Foreign Affairs Committee while praising terrorists. A Democrat chairwoman incited further violence in the streets outside of a courthouse, and then the cherry on top. My colleague and three-month presidential candidate from California who is on the Intelligence Committee slept with Fang Fang, a Chinese spy. Let me say that again. A member of Congress who receives classified briefings was sleeping with the enemy. This is unacceptable, and this would never be... Gentlemen, his times expired. Gentlemen from Florida. She
0: called out Swalwell for sleeping with Fang Fang. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sleeping she, with the enemy.
3: I she, love
0: that movie. By the way, she was uh, she was dropping bombs. I I don't want to get into that story, but I just I had to play that video because it was absolutely fascinating to me. And there there were many more of those um, m- moments that happened throughout there. It doesn't really matter at this point. It's you know one guy off the committee. Democrats are running roughshod on everybody. They're taking you know they have investigations and committees and everything else, and they mm-hmm. do everything they can to. Uh, Keep the Republicans that are going to ask the tough questions off those committees. Right. You go back to the January 6th committee, they knocked out Jim Banks and Jim Jordan and whatever. We won't rehash that. But let's move over to the Rittenhouse trial. You've been paying attention to it. I've been paying attention to it. Every one of you have been paying attention to it. And um, it has gone... uh, It's a circus... In the most controlled way, I guess it could be. Mm-hmm. It's being called right down the middle, but for so many, they don't think it is because one side of this, one side of, of the, um, well, the prosecution has been so sloppy, deliberately sloppy, and has made so many missteps that even the most amateur of attorneys would not commit these violations right so today just to kind of give you an update to where we're at today is day two of jury deliberation okay Mm -hmm. they sent them back yesterday couldn't come up with anything judge dismisses the, the the jury to go back to the hotels do it again tomorrow jury comes back today and they request to view one of the videos that had been presented as evidence. Right. Nobody knows why they want to see that video again. It's not against the rules for them to do that, but it was odd that they would come back and say, Hey, can y'all get us a copy of that? We need to we need to watch that again. In my opinion, it's probably something to do with some on the jury trying to convince others that will not side with Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. That a majority of these 12 jurors, say 10, 10 jurors, are like, it's obvious. It's right in front of our face. This kid was just, it was self-defense, no matter what you feel about him being there and having his gun and everything. And then there's two of them that's like, well, Kenosha is my city, and we know for a fact the city will be destroyed if or they're this list, kid you know They weren't the
1: sequestered, correct? What do you mean? Like they're not, they have access to TV and family members. Yeah, and all there, that.
0: It, there's no way for them to not be sure exposed to that.
1: They, they sequester jurors all the time where they have no access to internet, they don't have TVs in their room.
0: Um, well, I'm talking about the year leading up to this. I mean, no, this I all understand that, but ago.
1: people are openly threatening these jurors. So I'm wondering if you also have a case of people that are scared for themselves and their families. Oh, absolutely.
0: You yeah. know. You Because
1: know. I, I doubt many of them are thinking. Well, for, in my opinion, I wouldn't be like, well, I don't want there to be a riot in my city, so I'm going to convict this guy. But I, I can see them feeling like, you know, I'm I'm seeing all these threats coming from people. They know who we are. They've been recording recording is coming in and out of the courthouse. Uh, they're going to come after me.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, and and as we played on the show last week, a guy claiming to be a relative of George Floyd
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, says, Hey, we've got video of these jurors. We right. know who they are. And that was an attempt on his part to get that message to the jurors. Oh, sure. And say, Hey, don't rule the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Now, Antifa, BLM, rioters, anarchists, they're already in the streets of Kenosha. They're on the steps of this this courthouse, and they're waiting for the verdict of Kyle Rittenhouse being free and being um, having the charges dropped, or even a mistrial with or without prejudice, so they can then commence to destroying the city. Well, and it's not about the outcome; it's about destroying the city, right? Again, and well, that's what and, they want. To and do. I'm
1: afraid there are so many people that are misinformed on this case. Um, because they are watching certain news outlets and they don't know what's actually going on in the case that are also in the ear of these jurors since they're not sequestered. Because you know you have family members that are oh my gosh, my person's on the jury. You know, I'm going to call him and talk to him every night about this. You know that's going on.
0: Well, and so many in the general public are not watching the trial as we are. Right. They're, they're getting the information through the mainstream media filter, mm-hmm. which has lied every single step of the way. Right. From the legality of him having that gun, from crossing state lines, from him having no connections to K- Kenosha.
1: To even the race of the... I'm going to call them victims because they're pressing charges on him, but to even the race of the people that were shot.
0: Right. They, they've they've omitted that, mm-hmm. and in its they've place implied. noted that it's a Black Lives Matter rally. Right. Rally. Mm-hmm. Thus, your average person will conclude that Kyle Rittenhouse not only killed two black people and shot right. another black person, but he went with the intent to kill black people at the orders of Donald Trump.
1: Because he's a racist.
0: Because he's a white supremacist. It had
1: nothing to do with that. And you have so many black people on TikTok that are making videos right now saying, you guys need to get educated on this case because they are pulling the wool over your eyes. This is not what's going on. And
0: he has been painted as a white supremacist. and And the most notorious person that has done so is Joe Biden himself. Right. He's called the kid a white supremacist and the whole world heard it. So what do you expect the reaction to be? They're setting this up for the chaos to ensue. We know Democrats want chaos. We know right. they want riots. That's why Kamala Harris is bailing them out of jail. They want this, so they, they, know, they know they don't have a case against this kid and that the likelihood of them losing is very high. So they want to make sure that chaos ensues afterwards. Now, there was a part of this trial... And I wish I had the video. I could actually... Uh, okay, I'm just going to explain it. There was a video that was drone footage. Mm-hmm. Footage from a drone. And it was presented in court, and it really... It was supposed to show uh, angles showing Kyle Rittenhouse had guns pointed at him, was physically attacked, and uh, a, a very clear picture of him defending himself.
3: hmm
0: Well, they get the video in the courtroom from the prosecutors, okay? They're the ones with the video. They go to play the video, and it is so blurry and such a low quality, low resolution that you can't tell anything from it. Well, then they find out today, hey, They've done something to alter this video to make it Mm low-res. And the original video is very crisp and very clear to the point that you can zoom in and see what's going on. Here's one of the interactions of one of these attorneys. They're calling him Lunchbox, by the way, of him trying to explain away, hey, we didn't do anything with the video. It wasn't us. It must have just been an accident. I don't know why the file name is different from the original. And then he goes on to start emailing himself to say, maybe it changed on its own. Look at this, Judge. <laughs> now, if our judicial
1: system was working the way it should be, there would be charges filed on, on everyone involved in that. The
0: prosecutors. The prosecutors should be charged. Absolutely,
4: everyone involved in that would get charged. From my personal Gmail account is the file that went to the State Crime Lab. I was told to bring to the State Crime Lab. I was already home on Saturday. I did not have access to anything but my computer. I had Detective Howard email it to me, and I put it on a thumb drive at home, and I took it to the crime lab. The I, I don't know if Mr. Binger somehow retitled it, but the image I gave the crime lab is on my phone as the title that she indicated.
0: He says he doesn't know if Mr. Binger. Retitled it
1: when he saved it. He may have saved it with a new
0: name. Mr. Binger is this D bag, right? (laughs) It's the other prosecutor. So, if you why are you saying you don't know when the guys are turning on
1: each other? Is that what's going on right here? (laughs) Somebody's (laughs) throwing
0: somebody under the bus because you could easily look over at Mr. Binger and say, Hey, did you change this? Of course, he's gonna say no because he would then be lying in court if he said yes because they know that it's got a different name because it's a different file. Right. Not the same one.
4: That was the one that went to the crime lab and I will testify to an officer of the court. I take offense that what I'm saying is untrue. Clearly. Well, we're
5: gonna, my, we're gonna obviously we're going to have to take this testimony on our oath and we're gonna to have to get somebody to explain all this. If uh, who has some competence, which. Um, <laughs> if
3: you look at the report from the state crime lab that indicate the originating file that they received was the one with the expanded title that we did not receive until Saturday. If it had been the same file as ADA Kraus says it is, why wasn't that labeled on their receipt as being IMG 059, or 159? Mr. Kraus? If that is the exact same thing, then some, that does not add
1: up. Mr. Kraus?
3: Why did he include in his report a different title?
4: I'm looking at the email. It is image0159.mov. When it's downloaded to computer, perhaps it has a different title. On my phone and on my Gmail, that is the image. I'm watching the video right now. This is the precise one that was given to the state crime lab. I had no other access at this point. The first time this was ever put on any kind of hard drive is when I did it Saturday at my home. And um, I'll do a little experiment here. I'll save it to my computer and see if the title changes. but. We're going to do this. Um,
3: pardon me? I recently saved it three times because I was trying to re-download it multiple no. times. And it all saved it as IMG 0159. Okay, right, wait,
1: because so it, it doesn't change. Right, and it asks you, do you, you want to replace? You've already saved this. Do you want to replace it with this one is what it'll say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guys he thinks we're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> but maybe he doesn't know how it works.
0: I, and there's no way I believe that. Now, what I think is more of a possibility <laughs> is these guys are trying to shoot themselves in the foot to get a mistrial, uh, a mistrial verdict by Mm -hmm. the judge so they can then restart the trial because they've completely blown this, 100%, no doubt about it. And so they know that they're going to have to do things deliberately to get a mistrial. They want this thing to be over right now. They want it to be over and they want to start over because they've lied so much in court already. They've withheld evidence. That is what these people do. Back to Kamala Harris. She was notorious for hiding evidence. There was a guy, uh, the the African-American that was in prison for life. Kamala Harris had DNA evidence to prove his innocence, and she withheld it until she was forced to present it to the defense. This is what they do. They're sleazebags.
1: I'm sorry I'm sending children messages about the food burning. Is it burned? I don't know. I smell. It smells like it.
0: Oh, my God. <clears throat> oh, I made the chili. The children burned my dinner.
1: The children didn't do it. I made chili, but I, I'm pretty sure I turned it off before I came in here.
0: Pretty sure.
1: Yeah, so I'm not trying to be rude.
0: Pretty sure.
1: <laughs> I just smell overcooked
0: chili. Um. So, nonetheless, that, that's basically what's been going on throughout this entire thing. Now, with that comes... The media's reaction and analysis
2: mm-hmm. of
0: this trial, which has been wrong from day one for an entire year that this has been going on, or an entire year since the incident happened. Right. We have been lied to day after day after day. And they have to keep that narrative, even though it's all being disproven in court. but uh, not just opinion-based what was he thinking? Was he actually scared for his life? We're talking about laws on the books mm-hmm. that have not been changed that completely disprove the media's narrative. There's been a couple instances where the judge has blasted the media and said, this is this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Right. And he said, if I could go back in time, I would never allow this trial to be broadcast on TV like it is, right? I think it's important.
1: I think he needed to do it.
0: He needed mm-hmm. to keep this on TV. Otherwise, what do you get? You they get would it be calling foul the
1: media. They would have been calling foul the whole time.
0: Well, and so because of that, the media is now pissed off. Mm-hmm. They've had shots fired at him, at them from this judge. You see how they react. Look at how they react when Donald Trump would say something bad about them. They have. Absolutely lost it. And this is some of the commentary. This is uh a, a morning Joe. Joe Scarborough and his crazy um oh gosh. I'm about to say something really bad. His crazy wife, Mika Brzezinski, and their analysis on this judge. It's it's absolutely it's absolutely precious. But this is this is just one instance of so many about what they are saying about this judge take a listen to this right here
5: well, this this judge is just willing really, this judge is an absolute joke he's been a joke from the very beginning uh the the the, the prosecution uh has tried to get in uh just basic uh basic evidence uh, that would go to uh, the character of 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 the, the defendant uh the t-shirt that he was wearing uh after he got out saying he was free as you know what uh and and uh you know sitting there b- basically taking great pride in the fact that he killed uh people uh and uh, and that he was that he was out uh as far as uh, again going to his character that he beats up teenage girls the the, the, the prosecution tried to get that in uh just again to go to, to his state of mind They, he of course has has him crying on the witness stand like he's some poor babe in the woods and he just happened to cross state lines uh break gun laws illegally carry around ar 15 and, and shoot three people and, and, and kill wrong people. and and this judge again uh it's it's just it's absolutely disgusting he's conducting himself on on the stand there he's obviously playing uh playing for the audience every bit of
0: that is a lie every single bit of it and this is not old clips of morning joe this is from uh what was the date on this november 11th so this is a week ago okay Mm -hmm. and they are still lying about the same things about the gun, about the Ill- Ill- illegality of him crossing state line, about him having no business in Kenosha. This kid, compared to any given member of the mainstream media, Kyle Rittenhouse is an absolute saint and has never done any anything wrong. He's got a special place in heaven if you compare him to the way the media has acted. Watch more footage here of the media and how they have been painting Kyle Rittenhouse from day freaking one. This is fascinating.
1: Why is the guy from Silver Spoons on the screen?
0: I don't know. This is from the Young Turks. Now keep in (laughs) mind, I want to point this out, okay? This lady right here that you're about to hear first on this supercut, she has now come back and she said you know what, I was wrong about this case. I just recently watched the footage of what actually happened, and she's like, it's nothing like I've been reading in the news or have been told about. Mm -hmm. It actually does look like he was defending himself. Anyway, watch this.
6: Kenosha shooter, Kyle Rittenhouse, he murdered two people, by the way. Rittenhouse is basically what you would have had in a school shooter. He's a 17-year-old kid. He shouldn't have had a gun. He crossed state lines to supposedly protect property.
5: No, he was going out to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old vigilante. Kyle
6: Rittenhouse, the vigilante. Kyle Rittenhouse, the armed teenage vigilante. A 17-year-old
5: vigilante, arguably a domestic terrorist, picked up a rifle, drove to a different state to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse, (laughs) a guy who's deeply racist went with weapons to a black lives matter protest looking to get in trouble he did
0: he a key a kid that is deeply racist now how would the fat sanjay gupta know that how how would he know has he ever met kyle wow has he ever had discussions about race with kyle has he ever even seen kyle give a black man a dirty look I highly doubt that. He
5: murdered a couple of people. Rittenhouse, uh, the 17-year-old kid, just running around, shooting and killing protesters. You see the 17-year-old, who was radicalized by Trumpism, took his AR-15 to Kenosha and became a killer. A white, Trump-supporting, MAGA-loving uh blue lives matter social media uh, uh partisan yeah
0: you, you like how they put blue lives matter in mm-hmm. the same category as like nazi terrorist right. like right. like th- this is his list of insults and blue lives matter was one of those insults because in their view that makes you a scumbag right to support police
4: 17 years old
5: picks up a gun drives from one state to another with the intent to shoot people.
0: By the way, that was 21 miles he traveled. The guy that got his arm blown off, he traveled 51 miles. He traveled further to get to Kenosha than Kyle did.
5: 17-year-old boy Mm -hmm. who drove across state lines with an AR-15 and started uh, shooting people up including a guy with a skateboard
1: Kyle Rittenhouse who you mean has the killed skateboard that protesters was un- being thrusted his way right you, you mean <laughs> was being
0: beat with <laughs> by by skateboard you mean the one he was hit over the head with right and by, by guy you mean convicted child molester what like five times yeah five five different boys right uh, under the age of 11 right get this guy molested
1: unarmed protesters
5: Rittenhouse a 17 year old that went with a weapon into the middle of uh, protests uh, and then provoke people and then shot and kill them. Kyle Rittenhouse is the enemy. A boy from out of state drives up to the state with an AR 15 around his neck, I mean, shoots right there. and kills yeah. a couple of people, uh, shooting wildly, running around, uh, acting like uh, Rindicott. Drove across state lines armed with a rifle to go and shoot people. What a dark. Uh, A dystopian scene where a 17-year-old boy is carrying around a rifle, running around and and gunning down protesters.
1: First of all, I agree. The kids should not have been down there with an AR-15. I agree with that 100%. Right. But why are we putting people in a position to where they have to feel like they have to defend their home? And they have to defend the businesses in their neighborhood in the first place.
0: What this comes down to is exactly what you said. Yeah.
1: They're putting people in the position and then they're mad that the people took a stand. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to deter other people from taking a stand from the stuff that is going on right now. They
0: want to take away the people that protect you, the police. They're defunding the police. Mm -hmm. Knowing the result of that is going to be the people taking matters into the their own vigilantes. hands. The vigilantes. The vigilantes. <laughs> right. They then will take those people mm-hmm. who are only protecting themselves because cops are not allowed to do their job and paint them...
1: Make an example out of them.
0: ...as the terrorist mm-hmm. and use them as the scapegoat to take away your guns and mm-hmm. your ability to defend yourself. It's a, it's a complex plan. They it's, And it goes step by step by step. They know exactly what they're doing and this is all part of something much much bigger than just kyle rittenhouse or this is much bigger than just your average attack and you know
1: you know what's going on that i have been seeing lately and i know we talk about tiktok a lot but a lot of people have moved from facebook and youtube over to tiktok that that that's the place to be right now right i have noticed so many people are waking up to the cnn's the MSNs and all of that stuff, not telling the actual truth, and that they're flat out lying about what's going on. Even in this case, there's going to be a generation that's not going to trust the news at all, and it's happening now. I mean, your older people, like I'll sit down with my grandmother and she'll tell me oh this that, and I'm like that's not true, but she's watching the news, she's taking their word for gospel. Our generation and while well, your generation and lower, they they're not going to trust the news.
0: No. They're not going to look not. to the
1: news. They're not going to trust the news because these TikToks are getting out to all these people and they're educating. I'll go and read the comments where, you know, these guys will make a TikTok and say, this is what's really going on in this this case right now. And I go to the comments and all these people are like, oh my God, I thought he shot three black guys. Oh my God, I thought this happened. And people are waking up and they are seeing that the news, they're seeing that the news is lying, you know?
0: One of the most... The most prominent and most important wars going on on the homeland, Mm -hmm. domestically, is the war between the media and the people, and it's why Enemy of the People was such a true, factual nickname Mm -hmm. for the media, because that's the battle. It's the media versus the people, and the people have been lied to so much that even those that are blind are starting to see, hey... Uh, no, this stuff's not adding up. Right. They're seeing in the Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, the media's problem with the Rittenhouse thing is they talked about it so much, people started watching the trial, and now that people are watching it, they're seeing what the truth is about it, and it's blowing up in their face. But you're right. It's my generation, the people that were born in the 80s and the 90s, that are going to have to, and I think are standing up. Mm -hmm. I was listening to Leland today, and he was talking to a guy who I think he was 35, and he made that exact statement. He said, my generation, we're old, we're tired. We're not going to be able to do much for much longer. It's up to Mm -hmm. you guys to be the ones to stand up against this stuff, become the future leaders, and... Uh, You know, it's you're up next.
1: I think it's happening, too, because not only are people beginning to see that you cannot trust the media, they're beginning to find their voice because they made it. They made it almost, you know, um, they shamed people into speaking their truth for so long. Like if you don't fall on the, if you don't tote this line right here, you're bad. So people would just keep it to themselves. They wouldn't say like, I believe differently than the rest of my family because they didn't want to be called out for it. Now people are finding their voice and they're like, I don't care what any of you think. This is the truth. This is what I'm seeing is going on. Let me educate you. And I'm reading these comments and there's so many people are just like, I had no idea. Yeah. So the media is shooting themselves in the foot at this point and they are going to be nil, null and void here soon.
0: Here is one more example of the media lying, bold-faced lying about what's going on. This is from many clips from Joy Reid, the race-baiting, homophobic, downright D-bag scumbag that uses division in such a blatant way to continue to keep this country in the position that it's in. Listen to this absolutely dangerous rhetoric.
6: The evening after Kyle Rittenhouse tearfully testified at his murder trial in Wisconsin, like a mini Brett Kavanaugh. Let me just remind people of the names of the victims. Joseph Rosenbaum, who was 36 years old. Anthony Huber, who was 26. Gage Grosskreutz, who's only 27 years old, was injured. These are the victims. These are the people um, that people ought to remember are the people who were hurt here, not the person who was crying on the stand today. The judge has done everything but, you know, offer to adopt Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, he seems so clearly on his side. And almost immediately, Rittenhouse became a cause celeb for the MAGA cult. If you want to know why critical race theory exists, the actual law school theory that emphasizes that supposedly colorblind laws in America often still have racially discriminatory outcomes, then look no further than the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. Two cases, which will once again, tell us where we are as a country. Whether armed, primarily white men, can continue to take matters into their own hands and serve as judge, jury, and executioner legally. It is. It is. It's stunning, Katie. This feels like those cases in the 1950s where it was in and out, in and out. You know, somebody white male killed someone and they were in and out fast and
0: acquitted. We are That's back in the 1950s, according. Imagine being Joy Reed, and your miserable existence revolves around thinking in your mind you're living in the 1950s. How miserable does that have to be?
1: But here's the thing. They are preaching this narrative to a generation that, like you said, is tired, and they're not going to do anything else. Yeah. The younger people. I just sent you a video. Okay. Um, see if it came through. And these are the videos that are typical, and I'm seeing them from people anywhere from 12 and 13 years old up to 40, 45 years old, like on the regular basis, all day long, um, See if it came through.
0: Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. Is that it right there? Yep, that's it. Well, John, look at that.
1: Look, it came through.
0: And you sent it the right way. I'm so proud of you. I'm learning. You done learned something. You done learned something. All right.
1: Okay, so just to set this up, people were passing around the video of him crying on the stand saying he's faking it. Yada, yada, yada. So this was a response to a woman that made a video about him faking the crying on the stand.
6: For all of you talking about Kyle Rinhouse and saying how he should be guilty and mocking him for crying on the stand, I want to put you in his situation for a second. You are minding your own business. You're not bothering anyone. You're not hurting anyone. But simply because you are armed, you are carrying your Second Amendment, you are starting to get chased down by a mob of people. You are then knocked down onto your butt and you are being held at gunpoint. What do you do in that situation? Do you A, do like Carl Rinhausen with the will to survive, you shoot back and you fight back and defend yourself? Or B, do you just allow them to shoot you in your head and let you die in the street like a dying dog? Let me know.
0: There you go. Mic drop. And that is uh that kid didn't look like he could have been more than fourteen years yeah, old. Yeah,
1: fourteen or fifteen and and it's video after video like that, people defending him and and spreading the message to people that aren't seeing. And if you go to his comment section, he's educating a lot of people with that one video. And those videos are going viral, so lots of people are seeing it, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, um, there'll be more to talk about uh, about that on Friday. We've got yeah. a couple other things we want to get to on Friday, plus the interactive aspect of Friday Night Live that yes, we love so I'm much. i
1: excited. We missed to it last actually week. actually
0: talk to y'all. And technically we can talk to y'all on mm-hmm. these shows, but we just, we get so caught up in the, uh, in, in the headlines. Um, one thing I do want to mention before we get out of here is something that you have not been able to bring up and something that was very important oh, to you.
1: Oh, yes. Britney Spears is free, you guys. <laughs> That's so awesome.
0: Britney's conservatorship is officially over. Yes. And I, when I say this meant a lot to Trish, I mean, she called me when the news broke and she was on the phone crying. I'm in the car. I get up phone call, she goes, You gonna think I'm so stupid. Britney's free. And and listen, I, I get it. I'm not uh I, I I understood where she was coming from because for so many years you've emotionally you may not been it's on been her legal about team, but three years that I've been You've been deep <laughs> in it. So I get it. I get yeah. it. It can be emotionally draining dealing with it now that the time has, has come, you uh you know, you well, feel relieved for it.
1: She's the tip of the iceberg. That's just it. She's not the only one. And just to give you an idea how big this thing with Hollywood goes, the person that put her in this conservatorship, Lou M. Taylor is also the same manager that helped put other stars that are in conservatorships right now, like Amanda Bynes. Um, she, oh really? Oh, she's Oh yes, a one. and she's also the Kardashians' manager, Travis oh. Scott's manager. Oh. She's a manager for a lot of people. She tried to put Courtney Love in a conservatorship, Lindsay Lohan in a conservatorship. I mean, a lot. You know, this woman's behind a lot of stuff.
0: It's it's a very elaborate yes. money racket, and it's yes, it's destroying human lives in mm-hmm. order for money and power. Now, Brittany uh, has made her first post conservatorship post and wanted to just kind of answer the question that I'm sure she had been getting asked over and over well now that it's over what are you going to do and so that was what uh, she's getting married what she said right here listen to this
3: okay so I'm here today to answer all of you guys questions and the first main question that you guys have been asking me is what am I going to do now that the conservatorship's over with very good question Well, let's see, I've been in the conservatorship for 13 years. It's a really long time to be in a situation you don't want to be in. Um, So I'm just grateful, honestly, for each day and being able to have um, the keys to my car and being able to be independent and feel like a woman and um, owning an ATM card, seeing cash for the first time, being able to buy candles. It's the little things for us women, but it makes a huge difference. And... um, I'm grateful for that, you know? It's nice, it's really nice. Um, But um, I'm not here to be a victim. Um, I lived with victims my whole life as a child. That's why I got out of my house and I worked for 20 years and worked my ass off. I'm here to be an advocate for people with real disabilities and real illnesses. Um, I'm a very strong woman, so I can only imagine um, what the system has done to those people. Um, So hopefully my little story, um, hopefully my story will make an impact and um, make some changes um, in the corrupt system. And the Free Britney movement, you guys rock, honestly. My voice was muted and threatened for so long. And um, I wasn't able to speak up or say anything. And um, because of you guys and the awareness of kind of knowing what was going on and delivering that news to the public for so long, you gave it awareness. Um, all of them and um because of you i honestly think you guys saved my life in a way 100 percent um and i know there's a lot of jokes about the free britney movement um we're not free we're expensive okay birdies i'm expensive too but anyways with that said um let's move forward god bless you all we're gonna have a good year good christmas and rock on
0: rock on
1: now do you remember i told you she was gonna end up dead if this conservatorship didn't end with a quickness right I was very afraid that was going to happen.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you probably came a lot closer than any of us really realized. Mm-hmm. But think about what she said. She said for the first time in a decade, she was she had seen cash. With her, had her own debit card and was able to pull cash out of an ATM.
1: The From what I understand, the only store she was allowed to shop at was Target. And they had a very small budget for her um, to get what she needed at Target. I mean it's not a small budget to you and I, but to her and considering that they were making fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a month off of her, she had like a two thousand a month budget, something like that. Right. Um so yeah. She's been very, very controlled.
0: That's um that's wild to say the least. Um, and we'll, if anything pops up on that, we'll talk about that Friday as well. She
1: looks so tired. Did you notice that in the video? She does. She looks it, like worn out. Well,
0: and, and we made a lot of how she sounded and her mannerisms and everything, and some of that is still there, mm-hmm. but she does have a slightly different tone in the sense of sounding not so controlled and contrived and like somebody off to the side has got a gun pointed at her head.
1: Well, and you know... it. They were highly medicating her for so long. I'm sure that she's probably still on some of those medications. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't just go off a medication. It'll kill you. Um, So, I mean, she's probably going through some of that stuff, too. Yeah. they had her on lithium. Oh, yeah.
0: Against her will. She's got a detox now.
1: Well, and she may not be able to. I mean, this may be something that she's now got to take. I don't know. Right. But that explains some of her fidgeting. Her moving around like she does. So Anyway, no, no. I'm happy. I'm glad you brought that up.
0: Ah, you're welcome. I got you covered. <laughs> you
1: see, I didn't even bring that up. That wasn't even one of the things I was going to talk about tonight.
0: Well, if it's important to you, it's important to me. Oh,
1: aren't you And sweets. I
0: think that's the lesson we need to learn from that. <laughs> if it's important to you, it was important for you to make sure this seemed like my t-shirt.
1: I was just thinking so, about that shirt when you said that.
0: So I'm wearing it. I'm making your dreams come true. That's what I'm here Should to do. we
1: tell them the other topics or should we just wait till Friday? Let's we'll just wait till Friday. Okay.
0: And we want to make a surprise. So. All right. That's it. We're out of here. And until next time. Bye, guys. See ya, calls.